The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So, hey guys, welcome to Crying in Public, where nothing's off limits. podcast <laughs> hey guys what's up you guys greetings love uh, what's up homies roll call yeah. oh 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 i hi i'm sarah i'm sydney i'm sophia i'm savannah i'm isha and i'm claudia so after the wow never mind <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> uh, uh, wow never mind all right hold on let me okay with <laughs> all of the recent admissions going out i have found that so many people from my hometown are coming to nyu which is you know interesting i love them but you know interesting and i feel like the most asked question i always get is how do you meet guys at nyu what are they like probably because movies and tv shows always romanticize finding guys in new york city and like girl i promise you it is not that easy but you know there are Four types of guys you're going to meet in New York City. Like, I promise you, any boy you meet will be one of these four. So we're going to break those down for you today. Not saying that you will necessarily belong to one of the categories, but most likely you'll develop some kind of 
tendency towards acting like one of those types. So let's break it down, guys. Develop a tendency. (laughs) (laughs) Medical terms. You will literally encounter so many different types of guys, like literally from some 18-year-old club promoters to New York City's version of a frat boy. I said that with air quotes, you guys. There's literally (laughs) just so many different types, like, It was so hard for us to break it down all into one group. I mean, five, four groups. (laughs) (laughs) Nice save, Savannah. Good job. Thanks. Before, I'm just going to disclose, there is no hierarchy within these four groups. They're all the worst. We're telling you in what (laughs) way they are the worst. So prepare yourself. I just need to go back to these guys and tell you like when I was going into NYU, I remember watching a YouTube video about the NYU guys. And they did not get my hopes up. It was really awful. And so I don't really know if we're going to get your hopes up either. Yeah, we're probably going to end up discouraging you even more than you actually (laughs) were going into this. But the first one I think we're going to talk about are the musicians and artsy boys and skater boys, Las Drogas, the club promoter, aspiring DJ, SoundCloud rapper, like you know the type. like the But they cute though. They do be cute. <laughs> For certain people's types. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that's literally my type. And if you don't know who these people are, when you're taking your NYU tour and you're walking into Washington Square Park and you see those guys attempting to skate, but they can't, they're just falling on the ground, but they look good while doing it, that is this type, to a T. Uh, my favorite activity is going out on a beautiful day and just... But it's still a little chilly out. So, you know, the Washington Square, the the fountain in the middle isn't all like watery and just observing the the beautiful skater boys around me. That is one of my most favorite activities. I hate you. I also feel like if any category, because in reality, all these categories can apply to any guy in New York City, like not just NYU, but like especially. Especially this topic like you go to a bar you go to a club you go to a class you go to any store ever like the you go to a park like savannah just said these guys will be front and center in your face i feel like these are the most like most prominent type you know what i mean i'm not gonna lie the artsy boys or let's say the skater boys in washington park savannah low-key scare me just because i feel like they're gonna bump into me any second any second when i'm walking to class late especially. So I'm not really a big fan of them, but I can attest to that there are a lot of them at NYU. And I feel like the most artsy type that I encounter is like the club promoter type or like aspiring DJ. I feel like they are kind of one and two in one. Does anyone agree? Yes. As someone from the South who grew up around one type of boy coming to NYU, I was so excited to meet artsy boys. That's literally my type. And having been in literally half of the schools at NYU, because I can't decide on a major, I have found that whatever school I am in, there is always the artsy boy. And I am so attracted to the music business boys because I don't really know why they're in their major because they're all like singers, producers or whatever. But like Mm -hmm. the chit nail polish, the skinny jeans, like (laughs) the condescending nature, like something about it just like yeah I have a problem <laughs> but also the fact that they can like break your heart but then make a song about it like something about it is just cute like I love it I want it speaking of the skater boys that like go through Washington Square Park 
I just need to say that as Savannah says that is her type, it is because she is a skater boy who will be trying to learn how to skate at the park. <laughs> That's gang shit. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I will definitely be using my skater skills uh, to flex on the boys at, at Tompkins in the fall. Thank you very much. No, just kidding. Um, But I would like to just talk about the wannabe photographer boys because okay well some of them aren't wannabes some of them are actually really good but like I remember there was this one boy in my photography class it was first semester freshman year and I walk in and like this man was like sculpted by the hands of God like he added the perfect dash of like every little bit he was tall he had like brown floppy hair like he was literally I called him God like that's that's <laughs> wow. wow um I will never forget we had a class where we did a photo shoot of them and I was like oh my god I need to hop on this because I need to like photograph pictures of them and to this day like I still have them and okay that's a little creepy but like it's just like I like to admire my work you know and God's work well what I was gonna say is that like in my last um youtube video <laughs> shameless advertisement in my last youtube video i talked about like the pro- like the club promoter specifically as like a, a things that all nyu freshmen need to know before they attend but in reality it applies to literally every single girl in new york city i feel like everyone gets scammed like really bad by a club promoter in their lifetime because as soon as you literally step foot into new york city or put nyu in your bio on instagram they literally hop on like they slide in your dms faster than you can say fuck right off so you know what i mean like i feel like we've all experienced that in some way or another too also the one thing that all of these guys have in common because they might seem very very different is just that artsy vibe and you know in quarantine when i've been like psychoanalyzing my every move out of boredom i've been thinking like what draws me to these guys and then i realized it's because the way they look the way they act is so like not toxic masculinity because like it's the nail polish it's the like androgynous clothing it's the long hair and like they are toxic do not get me wrong they are toxic prime but something about them is just like you know like you could be a good person if you wanted you're probably a feminist that's kind of cute but like whatever i feel like i haven't encountered those boys that you talked about I feel like the DJs, aspiring DJs, club promoter type are very masculine in like my experience. The first time I ever got scammed was before even coming to NYU. It was when I first admitted to NYU and um, it was like a weekend on the square thing that everyone can like stay on a weekend and then enjoy like the city life, the going out life. And back then I had a group of friends that we just decided to go out to a club and this DJ I'm sure y'all have talked like talked about him or heard of him. His name is <laughs> Have we heard He's of him? He's like 50. He is I would say mid I wouldn't I don't want to offend him. Never mind. He's a bit older than graduate college students and he is a um Greek life affiliated. I feel like not affiliated but like very involved in our Greek life at NYU and he DM me on Instagram. He was like, I heard that you're coming to NYU. Um, I can get you a table for free, bring as many guests as possible. And then I brought my friends there and at the door, the um, what's the guy that checks the ID? 
bouncer. The bouncer. <laughs> the bouncer. And it's been oh that long God. since he's been in the city. <laughs> I know. The bouncer was like, oh, who you're with, um, I have to collect cover fee and, you know, underweight, underage fee, whatever you call it. And we ended up paying $40 per person. So I learned my lesson from then. I was like, okay, never trust a promote promoter or like a DJ. And you know what's funny about these types of guys is these like club DJs, they usually have like five Instagram followers because most of them are like fake and they bought them just to get them like clout. Oh, true. So if you realize that I hadn't been speaking too much in the last segment, it's just because my type of guy is so different than like all my friends. I am into the finance bro to the max. And most of the the guys in my classes are either on like five athletic teams. They're part of like two frats. They all trade stock on the side. I love it. I love it. Silence. (laughs) My friends don't support my quest to find myself a nice finance bro, but hey, if there are any single investment bankers out there, just hit me up, please. As someone who spent an entire semester only having sterny friends, I would like to respectfully disagree. Wait, 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 wait. Can can I can I go pee real fast? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just go pee while people are talking. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay. Okay. Girl, go tinkle. (laughs) Because these sternies. They will just talk about stocks 24-7, show me the stock market while we are clubbing. Well, that is all they talk about. And I don't think human emotion really like goes into effect. Like I've never really seen it. Honestly, Sophia, what you said about um, the Sterny boys checking their um, their stocks in the club, that literally sounds like Isha. So I could see why she would be so attracted to them. But uh yeah, what well, I was I was gonna add, you guys, that um I haven't had really much experience with like any of these guys. They're just really not my cup of tea. But no, I just want to say that guys, guys who know what to do with money, that's just it's beautiful to me. Okay, just like just like Sydney likes chipped nail polish for some reason. <laughs> Girl, call me out. Ouch. I, I like guys who have the Robin Hood app on their phone and just constantly investing. I love it. Or insider training. I'm just going to skip past the Robin Hood. I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> oh, quick plug for Robin Hood. Sponsor us. Um, Yeah, it's an investing app. Anyways. I'm so glad, Isha. Anyway, I guess my advice personally would be like, if you want to meet these kind of guys, there's this place that I go that I've taken a few of these ladies here called the bar room in the Beekman in Fidei. And this place is popping with these kind of guys. Like, I'm not even joking. They'll be, like, exactly like Sophia said, they'll be at the bar checking the stocks, checking their apps, like still working, like downing eight drinks at a time. And they're really great. Like you can go up to them, approach them. You know how it is. Like it's it's really easy to scam them and the waiter if you want to get free drinks and free food. I'm not even trying to be mean. It's just like the <laughs> the way of the land in New York City, I guess. Bro, I can never go there ever again. Sarah took me there and her face got us free rounds of drinks. You know the deal. Think Life was good. It was free. I was enjoying myself. It got creepy. We had to run. And now I never set foot in there again. But side note. So as Isha said, this is very opposite my type. Like, I just want them to know three things for the sterny boys, the finance bros, frat boys, whatever. Number one, wearing a suit is not a personality trait. Like you can own other clothing. It is okay. Like develop a personal style. Be individualistic. It's there for you. Reach out. Take it. Number two, like cardboard personality. Like, do something interesting. Say something interesting. Like, finance doesn't have to be your life, baby. Like, 
like find something new to enjoy. Like that's okay. I forgot the third thing, but like along the same lines. <laughs> I'm dying from laughter, Sydney. I would like to forward that voice memo to the boy that I was talking to before. You're welcome. Because he was a full on sturdy. <laughs> um we didn't really have an emotional connection relationship so if girls you're looking for that maybe sternies are not what you're trying to look for they can present a very good lifestyle everything's going fine in a relationship you go out to dinners you go to formal you attend all these events but like on a deeper connection wise that's a little questionable because just putting it out there just warning you guys but basically, ladies, like New York is the financial capital of the world. Obviously, like most of the guys who go to NYU, they want to work for some like hotshot hedge fund or whatever, like a bank. So be prepared for that. And they will most likely try and like one up you every time you talk to them. So read up on that Wall Street Journal. Get them back. This is how I, I explain suits, which is the male lingerie, if you did not know. Suits are like a garnish. Like you don't come in here making a dish when you have like cilantro or you have sprinkles, something to garnish. You don't dump it all on there. You sprinkle in there every once in a while. As in, you do not wear the suit every day. You wear it on special occasions. Because then it just takes away the value, you know? It's no longer a garnish. It's a meal. It needs to be a garnish. Keep it there. Unless, unless, unless you really like cilantro. Girl, if you like cilantro that much, you have an issue. I love garnish. Just the like, I don't even care about the meal. Just put the garnish on the plate. Okay. Y'all are concerning. Okay. So I'm just going to say something since we're talking about like sterny frat boys. I'm going to go specific to like specifically to the frat boys who play, who are D3 athletes. I repeat, I'm telling you right now, like I repeat, do not, I'm saying do not catch feelings for them ever. Never. Like, I don't know why you would. And also to the cute guy that I've been talking to who's like a sterny tandem guy, please answer my texts if you're listening to this. I feel like I have a lot of like negative run-ins with the frat guys, especially at NYU campus. But in general, they are really nice people if they remain your friends like they're literally like the best guys ever like to have fun with and like go out and party and drink with and smoke with and like flirt with like they're the best but you have to be able to separate your feelings from like yes, the actual relationship because they can be hella mean I mean that that's definitely frat guys at like all campuses but like when they're mean they're mean and that's probably because you fell for them and you're in a relationship with them and they get scared that is the away. truth and I think that is the best thing I've ever heard Sarah and I just had to say that. <laughs> I I actually have to agree that the guys at NYU, um, they turned out to be a lot nicer than like I expected because going to like New York University, you're like, oh my God, everyone's going to be like classic New Yorker, like just so many stereotypes that you think of. But that actually wasn't the case. I'm happy that I go to NYU and I deal with NYU Greek life and not my state school Greek life. That's all I have to say. I would just like to point out two things. One, Sarah's story is because Sarah looks like Sarah looks. When you look like the duff of the friend group, frat parties are not fun. Shut up. And then number two, you guys have probably heard on, um, what's that show? How I Get Your Mother, whatever it's called. How to Get Away with Murder. How I Get Your Mother. <laughs> How I Get Your Mother, sorry. There's too many titles, um, whatever that show is called. Um, when they're like talking about the cheerleader effect. 
that's how I would describe NYU frats. Cause like you get there, you're feeling good. You're feeling cute with your friends. Like you're probably drinking some really questionable, whatever. And you're like, wow, like the men in my you are so attractive. Then you like get close to them and you're like, bruh, this is not adding up. So like as a squad, they look cute, but like indivisible or divisibly, it's, it's not adding up. It's Individually? Indivisibility. <laughs> yeah, it's just not adding up. It's not cute. I would like to completely agree with Sydney because freshman year summer, me and my home friend group decided to compare the guys at um, our colleges. And I found out throughout the year of my experience, my type is just non-existing. <laughs> do you guys know what my type is? Someone answer. I literally don't even know. I do wow. not know. Yeah, and I, I have been best friends with her the last year. Wait, I know. I know. Oh, my isn't, it, isn't it like the white like the tall <laughs> like crappy whites no it's like um, i was going somewhere with that like the white dark tall handsome right you with forgot one thing yes but if you walk into the mall on those days they have abercrombie sales and they hire those teenage boys to stand outside that's claudia's type <laughs> to a t unpopular opinion i do not like buff guys as they scare me like excuse me like i'm over here like an oompa loompa and you're looking here with an eight pack <laughs> Yeah, skinny boys for the win. Am I right? Yes. Shut up. Shut up. I don't agree. I do not agree. Okay, guys, hear me out. But being at New York City or NYU really, really broadened my type. You guys can attest to it because they said I don't have a type because I really just embraced the diversity in New York City, you know. But being back home right now really just made sure that I was like, okay, I still have a type for the white, buff, dark kind of guys. Can, can I just ask, like, what university you find them at? Because I've been to a number of state schools, um, and I, I haven't seen them anywhere. Hollister University. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Outer Banks University. <laughs> no, <really. laughs> No, exactly. Like River- Riverdale University. Please. Ew. Yeah, baby. That show is a hot mess. That's a whole other topic. Hey, KJ Allen would be hitting, though. He'd be easy on the eyes. Can we do a whole other episode on how Riverdale Where I can go off for <laughs> oh, hours yeah. about that. I think another really prominent type at uh, not only NYU, but NYC in general, is old money men. The ones who are, like, dripping with really nice designer things. But the difference between, like... The guys who always like who literally wear like Prada, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, like all dressed to the nines. These guys are sort of like daddy's Rolex and like the Gucci fanny pack and like the really nice Italian leather shoes. You know what I like those kinds of guys who can tell you're just like your family's rich. We would be great together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Time for me to go off. This is why I'm at NYU. Okay. So it has been my mission since freshman year to get with someone in one of my classes just because that's just how I be. And I remember freshman year, there was this guy that came into my class wearing like a polo, like this cashmere sweater, beautiful looking expensive pants and like a leather bound um, notebook. And I'm like, you have no business looking that good. Like just no business at all. And that's how I knew he was rich. <laughs> so, you know, like finally, uh, Sophia and Isha were there. I went out with him one night. He like paid for all of our stuff, like got us really expensive, like drinks and meals and pizza and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, he's so rich. And then, so we're leaving and I get scammed by this random card. I thought it was an Uber and <laughs> we both lose our wallets. The Uber is $80. I'm freaking out. Cause like I'm broke. And he's like, oh no, it's okay. And I was like, isn't your like visa in there? Cause he's foreign. And he's like, oh, I'll just go back to Mexico next weekend and get a new one. And I was like, bro, 
that just like hit me in my heart so deep. Like you're that rich. Like taking Mexico with you, like kidnap me something. Wait, that sounded so bad. <laughs> I'm taking you with you. So I've met this guy. We've been friends since like day one of school and we've just been like platonically friends. And um, after like a year, we like each broke up with our like, like previous relationships. And I bumped into him on the street. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you so long. Like, let's catch up. Let's hang out, you know? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. I was expecting, he was like, oh, come to my apartment and smoke or like come to my party. But then this guy said, this guy said, let's have a wine night together. Ooh, oh my that's God. when you know he, oh you got to put a ring on his finger. God. That's when you know you love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll never forget. I met this one guy who went to Tandon, which is our engineering school. But any hoodles, he lived in this building um, that a bunch of NYU residents can live in and like other schools can also live in them. And so he went to like an art school around there or something. But I met him through my friend who goes to Tandon and she told me that he has like he had a house in like Martha's Vineyard and like a house. I don't know. Is that in the Hamptons? I don't know where that is, but like I know it's a really rich place. And like he would flex like on the daily like a different brand of watch, like the the really expensive one, like thirty thousand dollar watch. Oh, and he had like a Versace ring. The thought of that, even like to me, that's like like I was just yeah. It was crazy. I just want to point out that these guys, these guys who come from own money, um, this is just a PSA. You don't have to show up to an 8 a.m. recitation to take a freaking math quiz in a Gucci belt and like an Hermes suit. You don't have to do that, baby. I don't know who you're trying to impress, but there's like five of us. We're all like, we're all just there to take a test. You don't need to show up in designer to take a test. Especially at a recitation, just chill. Um, Isha, it's actually pronounced Erme. So, <laughs> oh, all right. Erme. Okay, speaking of Isha, there was this boy in one of my classes who was obsessed with Isha, like unnaturally obsessed. Like, what's to me memes about her? So, his parents are old, like old, old money. And just to prove it, he's like an eighth year senior. So, we're in our intro to politics class, and you know he's failing. And he's sitting there buying Rolexes and like Ralph Lauren t-shirts and like cashmere sweaters. And I was like, bro, what? And we were talking about the motherland one day because, you know, I'm black. Well, actually, you don't know because you can't see me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like Africa. I don't know what I was talking about. And he was like, I can take you. And I was like, that's a little bit creepy, number one. But number two, like, all right. I thought he was joking. He sends us like uh, itinerary and tickets in a group chat. He's like, let's go to Kenya. And he, we're all like, "Who? we don't have Kenya money. Like, how am I supposed to get there? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'll pay for the tickets. And I was like, boy, I just met you. That's creepy. But like, it's also the motherland. So catch me in Kenya. But over the t- the year that I've known him, he was also in one of my classes. He's offered me an all expense paid trip to the Dominican Republic, where he's from. He's offered me a month like subscription to Course Hero. Just like all paid. And I didn't even ask for any of this. I feel like there are like two or three types within like the rich boys. Like number one is the high fashion streetwear supreme, everything like that, trying to show off the, you know, they know clout, they have money, they have resources to get that like supreme uh, wait list. <laughs> and 
that's I feel like that's the most common at OMIU a lot of high grades and just trying to show off you know and the second type would be like the low-key you know like you can tell it's high quality clothing not really like a brand thing but you can just tell oh this man has taste I guess it's sad to say but they're just too rich to understand normal social interactions like the guy that's in love with Isha I don't know (laughs) Just my thought. That's a great problem to have, though. Like, your money will always come for that, you. I want that problem. I will never understand the Supreme thing. Like, it's a t-shirt that says Supreme, and it's like, okay, $600 for this. But then I remember Savannah made me and Sarah stand outside in the freezing cold outside the Supreme store for absolutely no reason. I walk in there, and there's four shirts in there. And I'm like, why is there such a long line? Like, I will never understand why rich guys would spend all of their money on a t-shirt with one letter on it. I just really don't get it. I would like just to um, disagree with all of y'all because I think Supreme is great. And I recently just bought like six stuff from StockX. So don't come for me for that. I was going to move to the next fourth guy. Is that cool? Wait, can I do the intro by by saying – by saying good eye mites. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'll say it, and then you say good day, mates. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So oh we got the old money men down. Now we got to get like the international guys that we have <laughs> with their pretty little accents. <laughs> that was so creepy. Good eye mites. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was so creepy. Wait, what I said? Yeah, you're like your pretty little thing. <laughs> oh, we'll say it again. Okay, so oh, Lord we got the old money guys down. So I guess now we're just going to transition to the international boys with their British and Australian accents. G'day, mates. Oh, God, have mercy. Like the one really good thing about NYU is that there really is a very, very diverse campus. And like that comes with its own like caveats. But I don't actually know what caveats means, but it sounded right. But the best part is the selection of accents because like nothing is better than like when you're like in a bar and like you meet a guy and like he's a solid six or seven and you're like eh, he's kind of annoying but like whatever then he opens that mouth and he goes from a seven to eleven like i can't explain to you how beautiful it is especially if you're british like come get it sydney why are you talking about these guys like they're like a selection at a buffet she said selection of accents because they really are. You want some Australian to the left, British to the right. It's just. Mm, are we talking about orgies beautiful. now? Oh, <laughs> don't, don't forget about the Spanish though. Mm-hmm. Spanish. I think it's also because it's that like phenomenon, like when you're fi- like when your family members have a certain quality, or some of them at least. In my case, like two of them, then like that's sort of what attracts you to like other guys. Like some of my family has like really heavy Spanish accents, and so I sort of like I personally think it's the sexiest thing in the world, and that's probably because I love my family so much. That sounds like literal incest, but it's fine. Yeah, it sounds super. Wrong. <laughs> I would like to second that as I love Spanish accents with a passion. But I need to tell you, I hate my father's Spanish accent. Really? But I like other people's Spanish accents. Yes. When she got daddy issues, though. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Sophia, you just like revealed yourself so much. I know. I totally just revealed myself. I'm more of a uh, British Australian gal myself. I always just like. We know. I I always just like forget that like international students can be from like 
Australia too because I honestly just forget that like Australia like no offense but I do forget that it exists sometimes and like I mostly think of like the international students who go to NYU from as like from Europe or like from like any Asian countries like I don't know I guess I just more have seen like European or like Asian international kids so then like I remember the first time that I met someone who was Australian at NYU like he opened his mouth and I was like <laughs> I was like would you like uh yeah you want to head down to the outback later I've got everything I think the reason why accents are so attractive is because american men be talking trash all the time like everything that comes out of their mouth i'm just like just put it right back in like there's no need for that to come out of your mouth <laughs> but like when they have accents it's still trash but it's beautiful trash like it is welcome into my ears like something about it is tasty but also there was this one night with sophia and isha and i were hanging out with these british guys at a bar and that was just low-key the best night of my life. Like, when I tell you, I understood about three words came out of their mouth. Like, I don't know if it was some type of, like, special local language or something. Didn't understand any of it, but it sounded nice. Sounded beautiful, and it worked. Uh, This might be a really hot take, but, like, does anyone else feel like British guys are super freaky in bed? Like, Bro, don't even get started really? with me. Like, they have... They have sex in italics, like <laughs> bold italics, underlined, bold underlined strike strike through. Through, like, like I was like, where did um, that come I've from? never hung out with, hooked up with a um, a British or Australian guy, but let me tell you, those Italians though, they do be know what they doing. They know what they doing. <laughs> I went out with this guy who's literally from Italy. Like I was like, okay. So I took him out. No, actually, he took me out. But uh, we went out and we went to this bar right across the street. Uh, 212. Love that place. Shout out, Bobo. And then afterwards, we did the old head back to the old dormer room since we do be living in uh, New York. So, you know, housing do be limited. Anywho. Um, sorry. Okay. I need to stop saying anywho. Anyways got him okay <laughs> so moreover um, yeah moreover that's four okay never mind I, grammar is not my strong suit but okay or spelling all right sorry we're getting off topic <laughs> anyhow just basically like all in all like Ital- you know how they say like rome is like the city of love like yeah i would just agree with that like he obviously he obviously knows he got that pasta you know mm. I feel like the reason why I brought up British guys was because I had this, like, I feel like it's been weird, like a very weird thing with me. Like anytime I go out with a British guy, because I used to have a Tinder and like anytime I used to go out in the city with a British guy, like whether I knew them or whether I just met them, like they were super freaky. Like we, like they'd make remarks. And then like when we get back to their place, he like. One thing about foreign guys that always drives me crazy and i know at least one i've been witness to when this has happened but they always need to compliment me and comment on the fact that i am ethnic like they'll be like oh my god like are you portuguese are you blah 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 it's like rihanna like number one i look nothing like rihanna number two i don't think they know any other black celebrity and number three i am literally just black 
I realized the reason why foreign guys are so different is because their language is different and so is their love language. You know what I mean? Like Speaking of like guys like wanting to know your ethnicity, I think it's like they have the kink too because like boys love to ask me that and like not gonna lie, boys love it when you speak another language in bed. But like I guess that's the same thing as girls liking accents. Sophia, what language do you speak in bed? Um, Spanish with my white ass (laughs) accent. Well, that's a shame because I forgot like every language I speak, including English. But (laughs) that being said, in terms of being asked what ethnicity you are, I have guys who slide like NYU guys, random guys who found my profile. I don't even know. Every day in my DMs, every person I meet, what nationality are you? What ethnicity are you? Baby, it's not that hard. Say my name. Just say my name and you'll know. I have to say that I've never asked to speak Chinese in bed. Zero You times. should just start doing it. <laughs> just start doing it, Claudia. All that shit. I speak TikTok in bed. I think TikTok is the true love language. Sarah, I wish I could reach through my camera and clap you right now. I agree. Renegade. Renegade. Or all languages that come from whatever that that random language is. Latin, like you uncultured. Language. Yeah, aren't those all languages of love? No, they're romance <laughs> language. And romance does not mean love in this context. <laughs> no, it means your money back. from the romantic period. That's all not what it means at all. I'm so concerned for both of you right now. I want to let you know that Isha, the romance period took place in the late 1800s. They had language before that. On another note, can we make Chinese a romance? I think we place? should. I wanted to learn Mandarin for like the longest time. And I can't, I've heard it was so hard to learn it, like more than any other language. Yeah. What do you think, Claudia? Honestly, same. it is a bit hard because the structure of the language is so different. But like, we sound sexy sometimes. You know, like, why don't guys ask me to speak Chinese? I honestly would be offended if they do, though. Not gonna lie, <laughs> because there's so much like fetish around like Asian women, you know, whatever. But it would be nice to be like asked to speak um, Chinese with my partner, of course. But like if it was a random guy that I met on Tinder, I would be super freaked out and just block him right after. But yeah. So I have no idea how you went from types of guys at NYU to the complexity of Mandarin. <laughs> However, I'm telling you, you're. In high school or going into college, you think you're going to go in with like a type in your mind. Like Claudia said earlier, like we all know each other's types. But I'm telling you, like being in New York for longer than a week, you're going to start like opening your eyes, like new types of guys. But I'm telling you, they're still all trash. But, you know, try them all. Because honestly, finding a nice, straight, attractive – wait, did I say straight (laughs) guy at NYU? Is quite difficult. Did I mention he needs to be straight? (laughs) But um, don't worry. Don't be discouraged by our overly negative past experiences. It just takes a little extra hard work to find the right one in the Violet Nation because the city is our campus and you can't just go walking down to like South Quad and find the man of your dreams. But honestly, girls, don't be discouraged because any other city school, you would experience the same thing. It's not just Violet Nation, okay? It's not just NYU. Dating in New York City in general is just hard because everyone's so independent. But you know what? We appreciate independence from women, okay? Also, no one calls it Violet Nation just for those new <laughs> newbies coming to NYU. If you say that, you will get roasted. Just warning you right now. 
Okay, so good luck, Charlie. We will see you next week for some more tomfoolery. You said it wrong. It's good luck, Charlie. That is just not correct. What is the difference? I don't know. It's not. It's like, so good luck, Charlie. You know what? Bye, guys. (laughs) Tune in next week for more types of NYU guys. No, don't. We're not going to talk about that next week. (laughs) Tune in next week for some straight nonsense. Bye. Adios. Bye. See you. Bye. Adios. Yeah. Cut. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.